0: Brooke Eagle and we are back with another episode of the Forsyth Magazine's podcast and today I have Michelle Hyatt with Fly Marketing and Michelle is also a dear friend. She's been doing our uh, social media for the magazines for how long now?
1: I think since October 2020. Oh my gosh. Almost three years. So a long
0: time. So welcome Michelle.
1: Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be back.
0: Yeah you've Um, been on you came on for our 100th Yes. episode, yes. but it was more of a group, so I'm excited to have you on in the fly marketing yeah. format. I'm so excited to be here. Yeah.
1: And yeah, now you're already in the 150s, so I know. be That's recording crazy. the 200. We'll have to have you back
0: on. We'll have to have that same crew back on for yes. the 200th episode. Yeah. Yeah. That'll be fun. Yeah. So, Michelle, I want to talk about social media, the ever-changing, good Lord, I don't know how you keep up with it. Uh-huh. <laughs> T- tell us about kind of the idea behind starting Fly Marketing um, and what services you offer? We'll start there. Sure. Um, Yeah.
1: So Fly Marketing is my digital marketing company. Um, I'm located in Clemens and I serve Clemens and surrounding areas. And we offer everything from social media, marketing and advertising, um, graphic design, content creation, email, newsletter and automation and all of the other things. Um, If there is something that we don't offer in-house, like website creation and management, then I will be able to outsource that. So I do have resources um, that I can take care of on that end as well. So that if there is a business that kind of wants everything under one roof and has, you know, one contact, then I feel like that's, makes more sense than having 10 different people that they need oh, to yeah. talk to each month. So, Absolutely. Yeah. So um, and then, you know, one of the main reasons I started my business is because when I was searching for a marketing position when I moved back from Charlotte, um, which is where I went to school, UNC Charlotte for marketing. Um, When we moved back to Clemens, which is where my husband and I are originally from, I started looking for marketing positions. And I found out very quickly that a lot of the local businesses needed marketing help, but they didn't have the opportunity to hire somebody full time, whether Mm. it's, you know, Um, funding or just maybe they don't have a need to have someone full time, um, which makes a lot of sense. So I, after a while of looking, I did get a sales job during that time and very quickly missed the creative side of marketing. So I was like, okay, I got to find a marketing role. Um, So after looking for a little bit, I basically decided why not help multiple businesses and just come up with, you know, my own plan to offer to these businesses. And so i I debated on whether to just do freelancing or to go ahead and take the extra step and to start a business. But Mm -hmm. I knew that in the long run, that's where I really wanted to, um, you know, like have a business and be able to grow that and eventually maybe have a team and be able to offer more things like that. So um, I just went ahead and created the company Fly Marketing Um, and the main thing with my company too, is customization. Mm -hmm. So I also noticed that a lot of businesses, um, Needed a couple things here or there, but they don't need everything. And it really just depends on the industry, your audience um, and things like that, you know, depend on where you should be on social media and in other areas of the Internet. Yeah. So that's another key thing with my business that I have offered is complete customization. So I'll basically create a custom plan for each different client.
0: I love that. And we're for Scythe Mags is a prime example of that because we have evolved from using you for just Facebook and Instagram and then we added on email newsletters and then we added on um even some like logo creation for events and we've we're thinking about adding on threads and we've added Facebook groups so like we're that's what I love about Michelle is that you uh because me and my mom both have are full of ideas (laughs) and Michelle bless her heart she keeps up with us and and is You're so gracious to be patient with us, but we're like, okay, we have this great idea and we think we want to try this out. And she's like, okay, I'll do the research if I don't know about it yet. And and we'll try it for X amount of months and we'll go for it. So I love that. Right.
1: And I think that's one of the reasons I love working with you and your mom as well is because you guys are always down to try new things. You're always coming up with... Creative ideas, and you know, you mentioned threads before I did, so it's (laughs) you've definitely got your finger on the pulse of the industry, and you know, seeing what's next and trying to get ahead of the game. So I love that, and I have you know, different clients uh, work differently. So some of them, you know, they leave it up to me. Some, some of them, I only talk to once or twice a month. We kind of have a set plan in place. And then other clients I talk to weekly, you know, several times a week. So of course, it depends on the amount of work and the different things that I'm doing for them. But that's one thing that I like is for each client to understand that they can be as involved or as uninvolved as they yeah. want to be.
0: Yeah, it could be turnkey social media where they don't have to do a thing, right? Which some people want some yes. people, some people I think maybe like to be a little bit involved and some people would rather completely hand it off. So
1: yeah, because a lot of these people too are the actual owners. Owners of these local businesses. Yeah. And so you'll find that a lot of them are also doing the social media and they're on Instagram stories and stuff. And that's great, especially the Instagram stories. is nice because they do get to see the face behind the brand and you do a great job with that with Forsyth magazines. Um, but, you know at the end of the day, like they have so much else on their plate that they it's nice to be able to hand that off to me and I can take care of that for them so that they can focus on the other parts of their business. Yeah.
0: Well, and you like to reuse the phrase you just said, you have your finger on the pulse. And so, you know, what's worth spending more time on and what's what's not. Right. Right. What have you what are what's the first couple of things that come to mind that you have seen drastically change with how we use social media um, and how business are, businesses are using social media in the last like year or so.
1: I would say definitely a lot more video. So you can't really get away with just posting pictures all of the time anymore. Um, which is unfortunate in some ways because, you know, a lot of people have great photos and depending on what you're promoting, sometimes, you know, photos are way more beneficial to them. And they're easier a lot of times than to go out and create the video content. But video is becoming more and more um, essential, especially on Instagram. You know, we've got Instagram Reels and, um, you know, Facebook has Reels now in some aspect. Of course, there's TikTok. And I'm sure, you know, even by the time this podcast comes out, there might be the next thing. Um, (laughs) Yeah. And so I think that, you know, having these companies create more video content, even if it's just like filming a day in the life of the business that you do, setting up the store. Um, ordering more products or, you know, showing a video of the services that you offer. There's so many creative ways that you can come up with to create video content around what you do that people may not think of. Um, And so I think that that's probably one of the biggest things. Yeah.
0: Behind the scenes, people love to see, to feel like they're behind the scenes.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. And I love the Forsyth Magazine's behind the scenes reels that we do every month. Yeah. I think those are so cool. And yeah, like, Joe this is breaking the fourth wall, but Jody here earlier, you know, was talking about the fo- you know photo shoots and stuff and how mm-hmm. fun they are, and so I think being able to show that to the people um, beforehand, and then whenever the new uh, issues come out, people get to see the finished product. So yeah, that's so exciting. Yeah,
0: it's uh, social media is, I like love it, but I also don't love it sometimes <laughs> it's like a, yeah. it's a necessary thing for businesses and I think that's right. why I love having you so much because if I personally just am like in a rut in a creative rut or just don't want to mess with it then Michelle can handle it it's the best <laughs> well, thank
1: you I appreciate that and I you know I get in creative ruts as well and sometimes I do find myself if it's a busy week and you know I've got a lot of clients wanting different things I feel like I don't have as much time to be creative and come up with new ideas. Um, So the weeks that are slower that I have more time to dedicate to like that creative time to Um, brainstorm and, you know, ideate and come up with new ideas is really like what I love. And being able to create new things, I think that's so important in any business and keeping the content fresh, always coming up with new ways to show the products and services that you offer, even if it's, you know, this, even if you offer like a set amount of services or products, um, just finding new ways to like promote them to people, I think is super important.
0: Yeah. So what would you say would be the most important thing for a business owner? Like, should they be um, pick a platform? Should they be a little bit on all the platforms? Mm -hmm. I mean, how it's just kind of hard to navigate. I feel like sometimes like there's just so many options. Do we do them all? Or do we pick a couple? Yeah,
1: I think, again, it really just depends on the business. Um, So like, when a business decides, uh, or reaches out to me and wants to chat about, Opportunities, I will basically learn who they are, what they do, you know, about their products and services, who their audience is, um, just find out everything that I can. And then I'll create a custom plan based off of that um, with their budget in mind. So um, that way, we're not offering things to them that aren't going to be beneficial to them. And sometimes it is, you know, playing around with different platforms, trying to be more engaged on Facebook. And then if that's not working, putting more focus on Instagram. Um so it really just depends on the business. I would say overall most businesses should definitely be on Instagram and be pretty active on Instagram. Um and then, you know, Facebook being second. Um, threads, I'm still trying to figure out. I think yeah. everyone's kind of trying to figure out where that's going to find its place. I think um, Meta's trying to figure that out. Exactly, <laughs> yeah. I think they did actually admit that they launched a little prematurely. So they're wow. they're still figuring things out. Um, but, I mean, I I think it could definitely be a great thing in the long run because Twitter is probably on its way out. So I would probably not promote Twitter for most people right now. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, Instagram and Facebook, I think, are if you're going to start anything. And then it really also is about, you know, being engaged on there, being active. Um, Some of the other platforms, it's easy to just set up a, you know, a page, almost like a website, you know, page where you have all the information and stuff. But that people can kind of go on and see that you're there, but you don't necessarily have to be posting all the time.
0: Yeah, Yeah, I think I know when I'm like, and I heard this uh, stat recently, I bet you have too, that people now, especially people our age, we will look when we go to research a business, we will often go to their Instagram before we even go to their website. Yeah. yeah. And to me, if it's, it's kind of a red flag, if it's like, they haven't posted for like a year, I'm like, that's very strange. Right.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And um, yeah, that's the thing is like, especially for current content, like, and again, it goes back to the products and services, but you know, your website, I still think is a great resource to have set up, but from week to week, being able to go on Instagram and seeing what, you know, if it's a restaurant, like what the features are for that week, or, you know, if it's again, services, maybe there's a special promotion that's being advertised on Instagram that maybe isn't you know, easily accessible or viewable mm. on their website. And it takes more time, I feel like, to update a website constantly with everything that's changing week to week. Yeah. Um, another thing I think that was really made a lot of businesses understand just how important social media is, was when the pandemic happened. And all of a sudden, you know, people are going from everything being normal to businesses being forced to close. And, you know, businesses having to decide, do we close fully? Do we offer takeout if we're a restaurant? If we're, you know, selling products, are we going to try to move to social media and sell them on there? So I think that that was... A time where a lot of businesses realized, okay, we need to be on social media. We need to have our audience and our customers there so that we can easily communicate with them. Yeah. Um, Because really, that was the only way to communicate with them that quickly for the first few weeks and all of the craziness. Yeah,
0: that is so true. I think, and I thought about it, but I haven't thought about that in a while because it's like you really. It was a little scary. Yeah. Like, okay, this is the only way our audience can know that we're still here. Hello. Right. (laughs) We're on Instagram.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I, I got a lot of calls during that time from people that, you know, just needed help setting up a Facebook page or, you know, needed to learn how to post or to you know, post an Instagram story or whatever it is. So, and that's the thing too, with me is I have, um, you know, several clients on retainer that work with month to month. And then I also have people that I just do like one-off tasks here and there. Okay. So I'll have people that will just reach out and need a graphic made or need a Facebook ad set up. Um, so I'm happy to do that stuff. You know what we should
0: do is we should host a social media workshop where we just teach people yeah. things. And by we I mean you. I'll plan the event. <laughs> and you I do love the that. teaching.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, I would love that. I think that could really be beneficial. Because I think to there's are some people who
0: like they they are intimidated by social media mm-hmm. and they want to learn some things, like enough to be dangerous. Not to say they don't need to hire somebody still, but like even as a business owner, you, you still have to know some things yeah. about social media. Like
1: Absolutely. And and you at the end of the day are the Um, you know, the most knowledgeable about your business and your products and stuff. So that's where, you know, I can come in and offer my expertise with social media and how to promote, but I also need, you know, your side. So it's more of a collaboration. um, And I love, and another reason why I started my business is I wanted to almost feel like a part of the team, which I definitely do at Versace Magazines and with some of my other clients that I've had for a while. But I just want to, you know be comfortable and make them feel like that i'm you know one of them and Mm -hmm. you know understand
0: their business as much as i can so that i can promote them in the best way possible yeah what's one thing that comes to mind that you see a lot of people before you start working with them that you see them doing wrong on social media that you're like oh like maybe Mm -hmm. don't do that (laughs)
1: maybe like directly selling so much like selling 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 constantly just talking about you know an offer that they have or come in and look at this you know item that we have for sale and you know just constantly like trying to sell instead of you know offering knowledge about their products you know a lot of the Post on social media, I feel like should be indirect marketing. So, Mm -hmm. more of, you know, offering knowledge, value. Like sometimes it doesn't even have to be anything related to your business. It can be, you know, quotes or things that, you know, a lot of people can relate to. Um, So, I think that, you know, that's super important. And to just, you know, maybe take a step back and understand your audience enough to think, you know, what would they like to see from me? Like, what yeah. value do they have in following my page? Because, like, even some accounts I follow, like, I've never bought products and stuff from them before, but I've become more and more interested because of the content that they promote, and that eventually will, they'll be in my head when the time comes that, I do need one of the products or services that they offer. Yeah. So that's the thing, too, is like making sure that you offer valuable and knowledgeable content to people so that they follow you. And maybe if they don't need a product or service that you offer offer right now, you're in their head whenever that time comes.
0: Oh, my gosh. That is so true. I need that like on a billboard because that's <laughs> so true for just marketing in general. Like yeah. with the magazine, we say all the time, like we always discourage people from buying like a, a one time ad because we're like, No, it takes more than one time. Yes. (laughs) You can't just like throw something in people's face once and expect for your phones to ring off the hook. Like that's just not how it works. (laughs) Exactly, And
1: that's the same way with social media. I mean, I always get the numbers mixed up, but it's something about, you know, people having to see something so many times over a span of so many months before they actually take action. Yep. So on social media, you know, you can promote the same thing 10 times, but do it 10 different ways. Mm-hmm. And that's still getting fresh new content in front of the same people over and over again. And people so don't want to
0: feel like they're being sold to. Right. You know, that's yeah. why I think your indirect marketing is is key. That's what we do at the magazine too. We have articles that we try really hard to make, not advertorial-ish. We want mm-hmm. people to, get to know the face behind the business and see why they're passionate about what they do. And we do podcast interviews to get to know people and hear their stories. And yeah, yeah, people, selling to people all the time is not not the way to go.
1: (laughs) Right, and I mean, it has the same end goal. Of course, you want to, you know make sales and get more customers and all of that and you will but you have to be patient and you know just find more creative ways to promote yourself because I just feel like so many industries these days are so saturated there's so many different people that are selling the same things so you know figure out how to differentiate what you're selling Mm -hmm. and you know fun exciting ways to promote that and that's really going to grab the attention of your audience,
0: yeah, that's so true. And people want to buy from somebody that they like. Yes. So if they feel like they like you based on the things that you post or the the things that you're just doing, um, that's mm-hmm. much more likely going to end in a in a sale eventually. Exactly. Than, yeah. Um, yeah. You know. And Gotta being, be being your authentic self. Too. Me and Jody were talking about that. To be you. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Exactly. And again, you not to keep like you know, (laughs) Brooke is the best though. (laughs) (laughs) um, But you do such a good job with that. And that's something that I always say that I'm going to get better at is like putting myself out there on like fly marketing um, accounts and stuff. But you do such a good job of like putting your face in front of the camera. And I feel like, you know, everybody knows you and your mom and they definitely associate that with the magazine. So I feel like that that helps you know the magazine to grow too because yeah. they know the people behind that are such amazing people and Aww, you know trustworthy you're so sweet. and so you know fun to watch and see what they do next so yeah
0: oh that's that's sweet yeah it's social media is ever changing be yourself be authentic yes be not salesy i feel like when people are directly salesy it just comes off as like the old school like car sales exactly like we're not we're not going for that we're going for you know,
1: the new, yeah. the
0: modern selling. Yeah.
1: Especially when it is like services or products that people don't need all the time, that they're yeah. not constantly repurchasing. Um So it's again, like, like
0: mattress stores, I, I still don't understand yeah. how we have so many mattress stores. <laughs> well, that and you only need one every like, what, seven years, right? <laughs> that and like, well, this is kind of different. But like,
1: I feel like there's so many KFCs, me and my brother <laughs> were talking about this at the beach last week, but we're like. Why are there so, because I feel like nobody goes there. I either. actually
0: go to Bojangles if I'd have to choose between. I love Bojangles,
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Bojangles is, is totally different. But yeah, it's, but at the, you know, and a lot of that sparked my thought too about um, a lot of like fast food restaurants are very, very big on social media. And you wouldn't think to like follow Wendy's
0: like, on yes, Wendy's. They, oh, I haven't looked
1: at them on oh Threads. My they used to be crazy on Twitter.
0: Well, I'm sure it's the same person. But yeah. wh- whoever they hire to manage their Twitter and Threads account, they are hilarious.
1: They're so funny. And you would never think to follow Wendy's. But yeah. then, yeah, the way that they you and, know, manage their your, social But it gets in your head a little yeah. bit. You're and like, then oh. the next time you're hungry and you're passing by Wendy's, you're like, oh. I'm gonna go
0: there. They're funny on threads. I think I'm gonna get a burger.
1: (laughs) Exactly. But it keeps them in your mind. Yeah. And so that's kind of the key. Yeah, I
0: think the other key with marketing is to be diverse in your approach to it. I think, you know, be on social media. um, Come on for a podcast interview. Consider print advertising or radio or TV or, um, you know, there's so many different facets of it Mm -hmm. and i think people like you said they have to see it several times and it might be a combination of things that actually make them purchase your product or service like yes their friend told them about it and then they read an article about you Mm -hmm. and then they drove by a billboard and saw it and they're like oh okay yep i'm i'm calling them like it was just a combination of those several things Yeah, it goes back
1: to them just having to hear, you know, so many times the the business name or the product or whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah. it's
0: cool. Well, and I think the other thing um, is that people can sense when you're being when you're like truly loving what you do and you're Mm -hmm. like looking out for them versus like the opposite. You know what I mean? Like it's obvious that you love helping people and serving people and working with small businesses. And I just love that about you. I think that's crucial. Thank you.
1: Yeah, it's. Yeah. And I feel like there are some companies that do tend to take advantage of that because you've got these business owners that, you know, sometimes they know a lot about social media and digital marketing, and then sometimes they don't know anything. Um, I've definitely had a few clients in the past that had no, like admitted, like, I have no idea. I've never been on Facebook. I've never been on any of these platforms before, but I've heard over and over again that I need to be um, on these places. So Again, that's one of the things where it's up to me to learn about their business and their audience um, in order to best figure out a, a plan. And I have definitely changed and revised plans plenty of times. Oh you yeah, know, you've got to, like you said, you've got to see what works, try it out for a few months, mm-hmm. and then you know adjust as needed. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think it's I think it's cool when you can take a business owner that's never been on these platforms before and you know a year later see them grow so much and see them having success with it and that's you know one of the most exciting things oh yeah
0: i think think social media is pretty much for any business in some form or facet you should be on there in some way so definitely so give michelle a call to help you out with that yeah (laughs) so where can we find you on social media and online and all, all that good stuff
1: Um, my website is flymarketing.com. That's F L H Y marketing.com. My last name is Hyatt H Y A T T. So that's why I threw an H in there. (laughs) Um, that's one of the many reasons, uh, that's a story for another day though. (laughs) And then on Instagram and Facebook, I am at F L H Y marketing.
0: Awesome. Well, be sure to give Michelle a follow. Um, and you might see her taking some videos at one of our events. And yes. things like that. She's always there. And as always, you can find Forsyth Mags on social media and you can see Michelle's amazing work at Forsyth Mags on Facebook, on Instagram, on all the things and all of our content is on our website at ForsythMags.com and that is a wrap for today. Woo-hoo. The views and opinions stated on this podcast are solely those of the contributors and not necessarily those of our distributors or hosting companies. This podcast is copyrighted and cannot be reproduced without exclusive Expressed written consent of Forsyth Magazines Incorporated. Whew, that's a mouthful.